this year, and it's tomorrow, I'll read this first thing, so it's chapter 4, but the title of the message today is the God of tomorrow. Of course, it's the God of every day, the God of today, the God of tomorrow, every day, every year. But I also think about this for a moment because this can help us to walk in a and my sister, I think you said, it's also to walk by faith. Because many times we struggle in our life, and not only do we get back to God, but it's not the same. And a lot of our people struggle because they just pray for faith. And children over there have had a good thing to do with it for them here, and they'll go into challenges today. Saw my daughter one time, and I'm sure she's good, and she said, well, we're going to walk down. I said, what do you do? She's like, that is the way back. You know, sometimes you don't know how we can get things done, and I don't know about the 
the spirit of the God is given to us. Then it says the God is in the time of his power. So it is the urgency of his power. Look over in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 30. Look at Matthew chapter 6. See, the reality is you don't need to worry about tomorrow, but rather say, it's not. If I take time now to go to church, what about getting ready for tomorrow? Hey, don't worry about that. God knows it's going to God knows it's going to But we need to be faithful to him. Again, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 7. Wherefore, God took forth the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is passing together. Say not much more clothes you or your little faith. Therefore, take no thought to what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we be clothed. That for all these things is a Gentile seat, the Heavenly Father knoweth the judgment of all these things. That God knows what we need. He's the one who created us. He's the one who's born us in our mother's womb. He knows the needs of our Lord. So look at this next verse here. Verse 33. But since we serve the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, and all these things shall be out of the seat. What if we say is to really think what we think? For God has first place in my life, but we still doubt if He has first place by how we think. So the Bible says, when you look at God, if you love me, keep my faith. Do those things which I told you to do. I don't think how we saw what you said by being faithful to Him. Verse 34 says, Take therefore no thought for the work. To the right. Don't worry about tomorrow. The judge will consider the time for tomorrow. But there's a lot of time for the future. A lot of blood has to be tied. There's some things there. But we shouldn't let those things keep us from serving God. So that's what happens so many times. It's not that we don't love God, we just get too busy. Why is it because we just consume And we make sure that we make that happen. You know, that's one of the things I saw a folks saying in London. I saw another way that a child spoke to a blood. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And when we give God our time, we're showing Him all of us. He saw the truth of all the things. Not just your words, but your actions. I want to be Christ to all of us. We want to show Him all of us by living our lives to Him. This is something that's consistent. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow. Why? Because God knows about tomorrow. He's not saying it's not important. But as I'm serving him, I can trust in him. Isn't that amazing? You know, when you get saved, you trust him for salvation. But can't we also trust him for him? That, you know, I can't live my life for God, and it can't be okay. I know there's some people who are afraid to surrender the life of the Lord, or they're afraid for their children to surrender the life of the Lord. I mean, what if God calls my kids to Africa? Okay. Well, that means nothing. Isn't that a sacred place to be in the Lord God? To live our life for Him. To give our life for Him. God knows what's going to happen. God knows about the economy. Things aren't always so good sometimes. And so, God knows about that. God knows that I don't find it. He knows about the struggles that you have. God knows that I can drive a little risk situation. Sometimes we're worried about what the future might hold as far as they work. God knows that I can help with the health of your family. 
and all we just got back from the Bible and the Supper. And uh, we got back and we went into a Walmart, you know, there were some shoes there, so I went up to one of those shoes that said to look at them, but I don't know if they're going to be And it was like, what are the six of the ones that are? Let's say, you know, you just speak to medical people and talk to them and talk to them. I'll take care of you. The final to the church is like, I want to start with the church and say, now, I just want to show them in the Bible, it's not very simple, but we'll talk to you today. But now, I just want to work my that 17 months ago, they were doing it again. Going to different buildings, doing different things, a lot of things going on, different ministries, starting new ministries, doing a lot of different things, and it's been a lot of things going on. And so, um, I just want to show that people keep staying with us. And you'll never think, you'll always have a place to live. But I thought, well, let me change my mind for things. So, that night, I thought they could sort of completely. And a couple days later, I went back to 179 over the weekend. I thought, what do I do? I took my daughter out to um, a place there, and it was that Sonic. Yeah. Went to Sonic, and she was trying to order some food, and so I got a cup of water and one corn dog. And I was trying to say, Sonic doesn't have that very healthy flavor. So she got some of it good. And so, anyway, I was not thinking about it, and it's not my thing, and I was not only worrying about it. You know, I don't like to worry my wife about certain things, so. I decided to take care of this on my own. I don't know it, but when I did that, my daughter was going to go on her phone, you know, she texted her sisters, um, Dad's not with his children here. Dad only came here and only got one corn dog, and then she texted Dad down, and she thinks I'm dying or something. I'm trying not to worry, but I don't think I'm on the phone, but Dad's going here, you know. It's always good to communicate. My wife tells me that sometimes. You have to tell me it's one of them, right? And so when I just thought about it, I don't want to know worry about it. And then later, I went back to like two or two over one sixteen, so I just about that. And so the guy's going to write directions. And so, you know, the guy knows about those health things. And, you know, the main concern to me is this, this fellow is at a patient need of time. I never come back to the center. This is the worst time you can come back. So, you know, for the minister, so you can go over the end. But God did things around so we came back at that time. Why? Because he wanted to come back with some health things. He said, how did you even know that? It's amazing how God works in our life, and He's at work, and we don't even realize it's a problem. He's taking care of it. He's so wonderful, friend. He knows about our health, He knows about our travel, He knows about our loved ones. He knows about everything. Always goes to folks who travel and things as well. So he's challenging psychology to travel, especially with Pastor Trump about traveling overseas, and there's great challenges and great concerns. During the Bible one time, a friend of mine and I went on a missionary trip and out to the islands on the Lake Victoria. There's a special task to go back just to come out to see some works and to see about possibly helping with some works out there. And so my friend and I went no missionary and decided we'd go out there. But for a trip to all, Lake Victoria is the second largest freshwater in the world. And the moon has a gravitational pull on it. And so they're surprising everything. And so, um, to take your boat would have taken, it would have been a couple days to go out to the water. And to find out that this man is in fellowship kind of seaplane. And for $100, they're taking all those islands to get back to train days on that Friday because we had a good class for Saturday patrol and had a special day for train. So we decided to do that. So we went out to that island my first time on a seaplane. And it was fun. I mean, the beautiful face off went out to the island there and landed and we walked across that place. And it took about 30 minutes or so, 30, 45 minutes to get to the other side. And then it's a big swing to a group of people sitting there and just pushed it off the floor. And that 
know what God had in store for us on this trip. We had our time, but we didn't know about God's plan. Sometimes God's plan is a little bit different. You know, the thing is, God knows what happens tomorrow, but also I believe that God wants us to know what He You know, here in James chapter 4 and verse 14, it says, Well, if you know not what's going to be on the bottom, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. For if your life is even a vapor that appears for a little time, then that is what they look. You know, if you ought to say, it's the Lord's what? It's the Lord's work. We say, what is the Lord's work? What is the Lord's work? I was told the story yesterday about prayer for this generation. The Bible talks about prayer without ceasing. It's prayer about everything. Lord, what would you have us to do? There's a lady, I do know, a story about a lady here in the States about uh, when they see she used to walk to work to accept them from church. And then they see them pray for you. What way can I go to? She said, I just start praying and asking about different things. And she said, I always go this one direction, but it's like the Lord put upon my heart to go a different way. She said, she had a man out there holding the grass at his, at his house. And as she passed the bike, she said, hello. And he stopped there in the grass. And he talked there for a few minutes and he got sick. I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minutes or so. I don't know what she said. She was telling the story about that. And they got saved, went on to the church, and worked for that little God of God. And then later on, that week, she looked at the newspaper and talked about a house fire that someone's house had burned down and they were gone. And that man was still working on it. She was waiting for the day for the city. So, what is the Lord's work on us? What is God having to do? No, we'll talk about the scope of the world. We got back to that planet to go to that second island. And again, the faith all seemed very good. We got up about 10 or 15 feet, and that's when the sun was right shining over the water, trying to dive them off. I was that pilot, and I said, It's normal. And this didn't happen the first time. He's like, No, it's not normal. And I started to pray on my God about this walk in my life, and I didn't call him to serve you. I don't want to take any field like this morning. You know, and I'm looking out the window, there's pontoons. You know, that's what the city's like sitting on. I'm looking out that window thinking, how much of it can that pontoon take before it breaks off? You know, and the whole thing's not going to come off the next day. And so, anyway, you know, how long he pull off to the side, there's water inside that pontoon on the right side of that pontoon. What it happened when you took off to the other side of the ice, you put a rock, and that put a hole in that pontoon. And so he's trying to pump us off water at that down to this level, and only the other one. We started taking off again, the same thing. And so then we had to call a rescue boat. And a child with a speed boat to come rescue us, and he said, The only problem is, the only thing that's so dark. And there's smugglers that come out of night and they rescue the boat. And I think that was a strange thing. I don't mind the boat guy, but all the smugglers were on the way. And he said, You know, they'll take this thing over high enough there and have a good landing strip on it, but they can't touch it themselves. But now I said, Can I find it? And so the pilot said, well, there's one other thing we could try. He said, this plane is basically like a boat. He said, so what we can do is we can try to use it to get more across the water to get the island. And so we decided to do that. So we started going along there. And that plane started going, but then we wouldn't sink it. We came right back. Because there's too much water in that pontoon, the wave was pouring from that. So he said, let me try to get the speed up. And if I get up to that speed, it didn't help us to go free. And so we went a little bit farther, but came back. And it's not going down. And so we're in front of the hour to go And the pilot said, the problem is there's too much weight on the screen. So he looked at me at my screen and he says, um, you guys have to write a little bit of a 
of God for everyone. I thought that the general rule of God. for all of us. It's not just the job of the pastor to go out for money. It's not just the job of the missionary to go out for money or to go and write to the church. That's the responsibility of every one of us. But also, there's times around that call for the church. Up here, the missionary came as a pastor. Maybe someone here wants to talk on your heart before the choir. Or maybe to um, be a uh, help in a Sunday class or help you want other ministry to the church. I know for myself, if I didn't do what God called me to do, to do that would be a church. You know that? When I grew up, I didn't call that just for me. It's like when you have a kid, and maybe when you were a kid and your dad said, your mom said, go wash the dishes. I'll do it later. They're not a little motivated us about that. If they told you to do something, don't do it. That's wrong. That's all this is. So if God calls me to do something for him, and I don't do it, I do something else. It's not just a matter of convenience. It's not just a matter of, oh, I'll do it one day. No. I need to trust God for that. I need to be faithful now. Now is the day. Now is the time to be serving him. You know, if you form that church, you got back to that island. And you're waiting that night, and you've had it the next day, and you're waiting for the presence of time to land on that island, and you got a phone call. And the man called me on the phone and he said, Pastor, he said, Are you alive? I said, Well, I'm just talking to you to a good indication about it. I asked him, How did those people even talk to me? And I said, Really? And the flyer asked me if I'm alive. He said, Pastor, I got both inside of your office. He said, it's best for everybody else. That's what I really did. I thought I missed my boat. I missed my opportunity. That was my will. That's what I wanted. And yet, they never really looked at me. It's almost like God just stopped their ears and just didn't even see me. I was just complaining about, you know, not talking to their controls. Well, the thing for me is that it's so wrong. Have you ever felt like you're going to be the best person? There's an opportunity to think about it. There's something that you wanted to do. There's a program or project you're working on and it didn't quite work out the way you wanted it to. And then at a time you ask God, why did it happen this way? Why can't it happen some other way? Why couldn't it be this way? You know, the Bible talks about all things work together for good. The thing that I learned now is when I think of this year, it's not always what that picture is. Sometimes God has something better in store for us. God has something in mind for us that we need to follow His will. So that's what the prayer can do. And problems come with financial problems. There's sickness, there's other challenges to be faced. And sometimes we're tempted to quit, we're tempted to leave, we're tempted to give up. But we need to understand that God is at work in us. God knows what is best. And yet sometimes we're just trying to ignore we get the same. We want to give up. And we're not trusting that. We're not following after what we want to. And I'm thankful that God helped me to make that boat that day. I know I just went, but not as far as I could pull this morning. God took care of us. And God took care of us. God knows what we need. We just need to be faithful. There's no need. I should talk about that. 
Thank you. 